Man, we are drunk as fuck. About a boop. All right. Wow, that was exciting. Well, we should get drunk before this every time. More often. Man, all yeah. right. Well, Clinker. hey, uh, Clinker and Drinker. Yeah, that's Buddy. what talking about. Mm. We're here today. What are we What are we talking about? We're talking about the Mafia One Definitive Edition, mm. my friend. Speaking of which, like, isn't that a weird Isn't that a weird thing to call it the Definitive Edition? The when definitive you think edition. of the Definitive Edition, that's normally like a just an upgrade, like yeah, you know, all the DLC, yeah. maybe some enhanced graphics. But what were they thinking? Oh, they were thinking all the right things. <laughs> yeah, apparently, in my opinion, it was great. Anyways. Welcome. To the Drunken Joystick, I am Michael, a.k.a. owner of the club. Add me on Xbox, PlayStation, Discord, and Twitch. Today, oh, I'm drinking one of my favorites. It's simple. Mm. It is a vodka and water. Mm. What kind of vodka? Ooh. Always Tito's, my (laughs) friend. Tito's, six times distilled, made in Texas. It is, oh, it is smooth. And just mix it with some lovely well water here at my uh, studio. Humble abode. Yeah, humble abode. You know, Studio South. <laughs> exactly, Studio um, it, South. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I am joined here by my friend. Greg the Film Guy on Xbox and Instagram, wherever you want to catch me. And uh, my buddy, my good friend, friend of the show, actually, he works for a company that used to uh, deal with... Uh, with Tito's vodka, really, and he can say nothing but good things. He said it is the he sells PPE equipment and stuff, and oh, okay, and, and like health equipment Wonderful. to these uh, different industries. And he said he has nothing but good things to say about Tito's. Mm. He said it's the cleanest place he's ever been. Facilities that they they know what they're doing down there. I don't I don't doubt that it is. Yeah, it is the it's, it's the standard, dude. Mm-hmm. It is. It the absolutely standard. is. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I'm drinking in my glass here today. I got a nice copper mug, and you know what that means. Mm. We got a little play. on on the Moscow Mule here, because uh, as of the recording of this episode, you know, Mafia came out not too long ago here. We're in the uh, we're in the midst of fall. The midst. Oh, yes. We are in the slums in the depths of fall right oh, now. Oh, man, the so, slums. The slums of fall. <laughs> the, the leaves are turning, so you can guess that I have some apple cider in this mule. Little splash of apple cider with the, with the Bundaberg. Oh, Bundaberg. The Bundaberg. Bundaberg, if in you case never, you all uh, don't know. Yeah, if you never had this uh, ginger beer, definitely give it a try. Mike, mm. speak a little more about this here, uh, Bundaberg. Bundaberg is non-alcoholic ginger beer. It is imported from Australia. It's wonderful. You can get it at your local uh, uh, grocery store, um, uh, Walmarts or whatever. But, it, you know, it's about six, seven bucks for a four pack. But it is wonderful. None of that high fructose corn syrup bullshit. No. It, it's great. It's real wonderful. ginger. Mm-hmm. It is great, dude. And then you add a little uh, little splash of lime juice in there, fresh squeezed, of course. And you got a rocking cocktail, my friend. Wow. All right, Greg. I've been waiting to record this episode for a while. Mm. I know. I'm late you to the party. You and I are into. Mafia games and films. I mean, we love Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. We love Casino. We love The Godfather, the movie, and the game. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we love Mafia 2, which was the first Mafia game we ever played. Mafia right. 3 kind of missed a few marks for me. Mafia 2 is such a better game, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I think um, gameplay-wise, I enjoyed Mafia 3. Right. It just wasn't a great Mafia game. Right. Because 2K Checks uh, game, Mafia 2, was phenomenal it told a story over the course of like a decade and then you know some things happened whatever they became hangar 13 uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of the same people not everybody but 
uh, Mafia 3, you know, that, that, that showed some hope. But they changed so much. I think Mafia 3 was a great game. Yeah. I don't think Mafia 3 was a good Mafia game. I played very little back in the day. Of course, I was, I was just far too young. But when Mafia 1 originally came out. Right. What was that, 2001, Two. 2002? Yep. Okay. Um, I was just, I dabbled in it. but Because at that kid. time, we were eight years old. <laughs> yeah, we were we were young. Yeah. We were very young. I played it a little later in life, and then by that time, the graphics aren't the best, and I'm kind of a graphics I mean, snob, so whatever. Straight up, it was it was kind of broken uh, on consoles. It was kind of a broken game. I've watched some videos on it online. It looks tough. It looks really <laughs> fucking hard. Yeah, but it looked good. It still had that the storytelling that we enjoyed from Mafia Two, and of course, Mafia Two in 2010. Wonderful game. I've played through multiple times. The remaster wasn't the best, but hey, anyway. I got to ask you. I got to know. Mafia games or Western games? <sighs> you had to choose one. Western. Yeah. I, I have to. Getting a little wee- yeehaw wee snob. Yeah. I just, there's so much history. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah, the Mafia games, they show a really unique look into that way of life but there's just something about the simple rustic i I love we don't have i mean i love the mafia lore and the history and and what they really are but yeah they're they're mostly bad guys at the end of the day i mean yeah i apologize ahead of time uh for our abundance of New York and Chicago accents that oh, you're just going to hear throughout this entire I mean, podcast. we're going to try. I, I kind of lean more towards the Boston it's for some, some reason. It's just my voice. And <laughs> when, it, when was the last time you heard about the Boston mob? <laughs> hey, listen over here. Where, where's my fucking khakis? <laughs> what am I saying? Khakis no. or khakis? <laughs> no, my pants, you loser. My fucking khakis. My khakis. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's, that's a, yeah, you know. I'm a, I'm into the old uh you know the the, the tough jersey. guy the tough oh, the guy, tough guy. Yeah. hey what you doing yeah he's a, hey I'm walking over yeah. here yeah Paulie he's a good guy <laughs> I like that yeah that he's one. a good guy we got Paulie over Paulie oh my God Paulie's voice actor was something else wasn't it you gotta love that Chicago flavor they gave it though uh, <laughs> I mean I think that maybe that's why it was so surprising to me because you're so used to that like far east yeah, coast the Jersey the New York accent yeah. Mafia 1 Definitive Edition takes place in, well, I mean the original as well, but Lost Mm -hmm. Heaven, which is kind of a play on Chicago. Right. And it's that Chicago accent. You don't hear that side of the Mafia Mm -hmm. very, you know, that that twang, that whatever. Yeah. And it was surprising. The lead voice actor of Tommy Angelo, I think it was Andrew Bongiorno. (laughs) <laughs> what Buongiorno. <a> g- <laughs> Andrew Bongiorno. I mean, um, he's a like an Australian Italian guy, but okay, he, he did a great job. Apparently, he lent his uh, he lent his likeness as well. Yeah, and uh, I mean, he's he's a good looking dude. <laughs> I really enjoyed his performance. Mm-hmm. Out of all the characters in the in in the uh, definitive edition, I really enjoyed him. Yeah, I think he made a great lead. Yeah, we'll get it done. Not only was it the uh, okay uh, the script and the story, but just his performance in general. Yeah. I, re- I liked his take on it. Yeah, and we were talking a little bit about this before the recording of the episode. We both like the scripting more so than the voice acting. Yeah. Yeah, like what they were saying was awesome, but mm. kind of some of the... The way I see it is in a video game, whenever you are 
paying attention to the voice acting, that generally means that something it, it something's wrong. Not wrong, but there's something is weird. If you yeah. don't know, like yeah. Mafia Two, for example, none of us ever had to mention like, well, that guy's voice acting was a little weird or a little strange. No, or it the, didn't quite match character, the character. Yeah, the character matching. Yeah. So, yeah, while some of the voice acting was a little a little out there, a little weird, I still think it, it gave it a unique. Yeah, kind of. I think flavor. the voice acting was good. It's just literally their the, voices, the voices, personal themselves. preference. Yeah. yeah. So it was a Chicago accent versus a Jersey accent. And I liked it. I liked it. It worked with yeah. the story in the time period. Before we get into more of the story, we'll do a little uh, spoiler-free review. Yeah. Let's get yeah. into a little bit about what we thought about just the gameplay mechanics, mm. the difficulty, the, the driving, combat. Yeah. So you started out on classic mode, right? As I, did. I, as did. I I played the game up until the infamous racing mission <laughs> on classic. I tried for... Two days. I could not beat the race in Classic. I had to dumb it down. I don't but remember. But you what... were able to get to the race? You were able to do the whole yeah, driving yeah, yeah, segment? Yeah, I could do everything up to the race. I, I don't remember what I lowered it to. To I kept backing things off to uh, get through the race. And then afterwards, I turned it back up, played a little while longer until I got to the Hotel Church mission. Oh, yeah. That one was so hard. Oh, my gosh. That's where I, de- I debated on taking it out of classic mode. But And then there was a trip to the country, which is the famous, uh, as they quoted when the uh, uh, trailers were coming out, the Haunted House mission, you know, the right. creeping at night out in the middle of nowhere. Kind of I had to turn around. it down, too, because I could not beat that um, armored truck. Yeah, yep, yep, same. But, uh... After that, I finally came to a point where uh, make fun of me if you want, but a, I'm I'm somebody not a who, for punishment. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy a story above anything else. I have enough challenges in life, so <laughs> don't I bring it. Yeah, I unwind video game. I won't play on the easiest difficulty, but I don't need to kick my ass on their hardest difficulty, which is called classic, which is very reminiscent from what I understand of the original game. I had to tone it down. I beat it. I, I did keep the cop, the the police simulation Same. on, and I kept the, the driving, driving simulation on. Which I, did I play, love the driving. I did too. I at least want to play through it once. Is what I did. Play through it once because, like you were saying, and I can I can vouch for this too. You start forgetting the, what the story is because you're stuck when you're replaying a, a checkpoint so many times. You start forgetting what even happened it's, now. You you beat the race. You beat the whole game on classical, didn't you? No. I oh, wish. you didn't. I wish I had you did to turn it down. I had to tone it down just for the mere fact of first of all getting it done in time to record this. Yeah. And I just I started forgetting what was happening. I'm like, who's this guy again? Like you just start forgetting stuff. What what chapter did you turn it down on, or what mission? Or so whatever? I made it through the race, and I think Which, that's oh just my God. I, I, that's I think I just got lucky. <laughs> I think I just got lucky. Um. I turned it down finally during the 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 trip to the country during that armored vehicle thing because yeah. they just keep starting you out with literally a sliver of health. You get shot once you're done. And I the the way I see it is I appreciate that it's there, the classic mode. I appreciate that it's there and it is truly a challenge. Like to Yeah. And, I would like to work my way up to it sometime, but like I said, for story's sake, yeah, I was so interested in the characters and what was going on. Right, I had to breeze through it. Like I said, I can't play on easy, but I don't need to play 
on hardcore yeah. and get my ass and kicked right out the door. It, the story was kind of surprisingly long, in my opinion, like for yeah. what I was expecting. It definitely felt like I got my money's worth for it. Yeah. Um, And I think awareness with this game was such a big, like from a publisher and studio perspective, knowing what this game is, releasing it for 40 bucks i think that makes all the difference yeah. they knew that like yeah this isn't a a triple a yeah. 60 dollar experience so they released it for 40 bucks which i appreciate that and that kind of ties into the title with like what were they thinking <laughs> yeah releasing exactly. this kind of a game in 2020 like nobody does that anymore where you you buy a game you beat it and then you're done. Yeah, that's it. I mean, there are, like, the free ride mode. There's some extra hidden collectibles. But really, from a hardcore, you know, story side quest, there's, there's nothing. You right. play the story, and that's it. And you know what? I was fully satisfied with that. They don't make games like this anymore. Right, and it was refreshing. I know... uh Jake Baldino, the guy from uh, Game Ranks, yeah. he has a personal YouTube channel. He kind of touched on this on his channel a little bit, how how refreshing it is to to buy a game and it's just a video game. You just beat it. It's not like yeah. a constant like updating thing. Like I love Red Dead Online and stuff yeah. like those kind of experiences where you you buy a game and you can play it for years. But at the same time, it's nice to be able to just play a game for a weekend, beat yeah. it, have, have a story from start to finish and not a 60-hour long experience where it I agree. becomes a second job kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, but, you're always constantly, there's something else to do. Right. I'm excited for whatever they do next, honestly. After yeah. Mafia 3, I was kind of like, oh, man, I don't know, Hangar 13, they could get shut down. They, they mm. didn't do too well, like... A lot of mixed reviews on Mafia Three, but I think this proved that they can yep. they can make a damn good game. I agree, and I'm I agree. Excited. They definitely won me back. Not that they necessarily lost me with Mafia Three, right? But it wasn't the same quality as Mafia One, Mafia Two, and the definitive edition. I believe they put a lot of time and passion. Yeah, into you were it. saying you could tell, like from the get go, yes. that there's passion in. This and game. they, I believe, it's the same engine that they built for Mafia Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much better. It's, yeah, it's been polished. It looked phenomenal. There were still a couple things. I, I, later on, I'll get into a few nitpicks and mm. stuff like that. Well, you want to get into some nitpicks, Mikey? <laughs> oh yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Um, but. Like for example, like I could tell during a couple cutscenes where the sh the the reflections in the vehicles were still yeah. muddy as hell and stuff like that, but just leaps and bounds better than Mafia Three. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is weird because Mafia Three feels like more of a current game than Mafia One Definitive Edition. Mafia yeah, One almost feels like an old game. It, it does. Mafia One. Looks like a modern game, but plays it feels and like feels like a 360 a game, 20 year old game. <laughs> yeah. But and I for the it. most part, they have had. Uh, I know on Metacritic, they had uh, a 76 out of 100 with an 88 and 80 an 8.4 user score, which is pretty good. Wow. Um, but they did get torn apart by a few review places about it feeling like an old game. But I just think they, I don't think they get it. See, yeah, I think that's <laughs> up for debate. Yeah. You know, feeling like an old game isn't a bad thing in my mind. Right. I kind of long for those days. It looked wonderful. The voice acting was top notch. Mm -hmm. But the gameplay itself felt like an old game in a good way. Yeah, you had your typical like set piece moments where you could tell that they kind of lead you certain down a certain direction so that um like even at a couple points when you shoot a couple barrels and things start yeah, exploding yeah, around. Exactly, yeah. But it was in a uh is a charming way. It was mm -hmm. very charming. Yep. I was and taken back and I felt 
I felt good. I was happy. So who would you say this game is not for? I'd say don't buy this game if you're into a lot of online stuff. Yeah, online. You'll, I mean, you'll probably feel cheated out of your money a little bit if you play this for uh, three days or something and you're done with it. Yeah. But I am somebody who dabbles in a lot of different genres, a, a lot of different styles. Um, this is a story-driven game. Oh, yeah. Think about... It's linear as can be. Yeah, it, it, Yes, linear. The most uh, recent game I can think, AAA title, that is kind of like this would be Max Payne 3. Oh, yeah. Huh. It was... Where you finish a mission and yeah. you're into the next mission. Cutscene, gameplay, cutscene, gameplay. Cut. That is what the story of Mafia 1 Definitive Edition is. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's what you're expecting Yeah. when you buy this game. It is a story. It's got a story to tell. You don't and it's a damn good one, it. though. It is good. It's very good. A little expected here and there, and we'll get into the story a little yeah. bit uh, in a little bit here. But, um, and I'm excited to see how this game sells, and I hope that this could lead to more projects down the road for Hangar 13. Yeah, I hope Mafia Four is a uh, is a thing. Yeah, and I hope it. I hope it's a good mix between this Mafia Two and Mafia Three. Like I said, the gameplay was great in Mafia Three. It wasn't a Mafia game. Yeah. In my opinion. Dude, this just gave me so much hope for what a modern-day Godfather game could be. Mm. It just Hanger has that 13, feeling. Please. Just, just take it over. Um, I know at least that a um, little bit of research, light research here, that it, it, it at least topped the UK sales chart twice in one week with the Mafia really? Trilogy and Mafia Definitive Edition because there's two ways to buy it. So technically, uh, same game. But it was in the top ten twice wow um that's good sales which is good because we want to see more games like this you know very few it's few and far between these days you know you have a couple gems like uh i know star wars fallen order was a very linear start finish kind of game you got naughty dog with uh last of us and uncharted oh yeah uh, santa monica with god of war and Outside of that kind of stuff, like you don't see much of this no. these days, and it's, nope. it's a refreshing. And it really appeals to people like us. We need that. I need that gangster, that gritty, that down to earth, relatable characters. I yeah. don't, you know, God of War, awesome. All the Naughty Dog games, awesome, but they're like, like, a, you know, unbelievably far and above regular life. You know, yeah. The Mafia games were like. Wow, this is possible. Hey, it is what it is. These characters are real, hey, you know. It's what it is. It is what it is. It's what it is. Hey, sorry. It is what it is. It's what it is. Anyways, uh, I would say this is probably about the point where we're going to get into the story a little bit. Oh, so, boy. Uh, mm. I highly encourage y'all to click away. Go listen to another one of our episodes <laughs> if you choose. <laughs> um, yep. Spoiler but alert. Here we are going to spoil the hell out of this game. So okay. now's your chance. So I'll count it down here. You better be out of here within mm. five seconds. I'll drink I don't wanna, it down with you. I don't, I'll finish. Yeah. All right. Spoilers. Here we go. What did you think, Greg? I loved how they brought it around to Mafia 2 at the end. Oh, yeah. I knew it was coming. I, I knew it was coming, but at the same time, I didn't think they would do it. But I was oh. so happy that they, uh, they you know, did an epilogue. Because I thought it was going to end with, like, him in the bar. I'm like, oh, man, like this is kind of underwhelming. But then they brought it around. They showed a little bit in between time before... Uh, He's, you know, watering his lawn or whatever. Yep. They showed a little bit in between time with his daughter's wedding and stuff like that. I thought that was all really good. And then Tommy's killed by uh, Vito and Joe. Yeah, 
which is Aye. so they carried out that mission just as a favor for for Leo, I think. I think it was a I think favor it might for have been Leo. Leo who was inside with Salieri or something like that, which uh you know, because, yeah. you know, Vito and Joe come up and are like, uh, you know. Salieri uh, sends his regards. Yeah, I'm like, which I remembered from Mafia, too. So when I was playing the definitive edition, I was like, I knew it was coming. Yeah, you know how I his just, story ends, but yeah. it's it's not so much about the, the destination as it is the journey. Exactly. You know, they show him with his family laying in the yard. and He's like, oh, you're all safe now. I'm like, oh, oh Tommy. Because Tommy was a likable character. Yeah. I, I love Vito. I am definitely team Vito. He's cool in Mafia 2. As much as I dislike Mafia 3, he was still badass in Mafia yeah, 3. Yeah, they, they did him right in Mafia 3. Yeah, but... Tommy was relatable. Yeah. Because not just only a cab was he driver. Just, yeah, just a normal guy, but he had those moments where I want the money. I want to be a part of this life. But he really thought about some of the decisions he make. Yeah, yeah. That he made. He like he couldn't pull the trigger. He couldn't execute those dudes, even though they were bad dudes. I was honestly surprised when he killed Sam. I didn't think he was going to be able to do it. I thought he was just going to Yeah, walk he away. just like, yeah, you're done talking. As soon as Shut he up. mentioned Sarah, he's like, yep, fuck such you. A, yeah. Another thing that I remember um, them talking about the original game versus the definitive edition was they gave Sarah a lot more. Right, which I'm, I love Sarah as a yep. character. Cool character. Yeah. Cool as hell. Yeah, she's definitely. like she's a tough woman and perfect woman for Tom. Yeah, that 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 scene where uh, he proposed, quote unquote, was so funny. She's like, "Marry me." Oh <laughs> she's yeah, like, she's okay. She's like, "All right." Uh, for some reason, it's sticking with me just because you know I like tough women. That's like a thing. But um, <laughs> um, when he kills that one uh, senator or whatever, that mission on a boat. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, And yeah. she, of course, she doesn't know that he is the one that oh, killed Oh, yeah, women's suffrage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, and he's like, he's like, hey, that's about the 19th Amendment. He's like, I don't know what that is. He's like, he gave me the right to vote, you idiot. I'm <laughs> like, I love that. I love yeah. that dialogue from a woman in the 30s, yeah. you know. She's like, she's like, he gave, your, uh, he gave me the right to vote and your daughter. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, you know, whatever, but, you know. Oh my god. He's like, was... I guess everybody ain't just one thing, huh? Uh, He's like, guess not. Now I'm gonna go kill some more people. Yep, time to go kill we'll some see more. See you at dinner though. <laughs> <laughs> but um I did enjoy at first my fear was getting into the game. It was going to be too fast from cab driver to made man. Which it kind of felt like it. It did. <laughs> but I quickly realized this is my opinion. Yeah, I want to hear you you were talking about this yeah. a little bit. Um when you tell somebody a story, you hit the highlights, you hit the high points. You don't give them all the boring shit in between. The whole game is being told from Tommy's perspective to the detective yeah. Yeah, in yeah. a bar. Right. It made sense. I, at first, thought it was going to go too fast, but then I think it, I, to me, it went at the correct speed, as if you yeah. were telling a story. Yeah. He's like, this is what happened. This is how I got involved. And he told that night... And then he told, you know, the night where he's chased through the alleyway or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it, I thought it was I thought it was a good speed. The that's pacing good, was right. That's a good point. That's probably what they were thinking at the time. See, I thought the uh I thought whenever he was t- he turned into a made man, quote unquote, I thought that was a little underwhelming, but I guess that that, that so is not I. that is not like what the story was about. It was just like, okay, you did this, uh, you in the family. <laughs> Welcome to the family. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. Um, but that wasn't the like I said, it wasn't Yeah. He what was, was your favorite mission? Mm. Oh boy. That's a tough one. 
Yeah, there was there was a lot of good ones. Yeah, there, there was a lot, lot of, of ones, ones that frustrated the hell out yeah. of me while I was on classic mode. And I'm excited to go back through this again. Yeah, I would like to play it difficulty. again soon. Yeah. Um it was tough, but I enjoyed um mainly because of one of the cutscenes. I enjoyed the hotel mission mm, where yeah. he was tasked to kill the hotel manager and one of the uh uh, prostitutes that work at the hotel. Yeah. Uh, but then your friend Sam, you know, he pays you. He's like, hey, just make her disappear. Don't kill her, please. Yeah. And I think because of the entire game, most people, I think, that want that part of life, you know, that want to be a part of the mafia, they would have just killed the woman. But Tommy breaks character, and he is so scary. And you almost dislike him in that cutscene. Oh yeah, when he's towering her. over. Yeah, this the camera prostitute. angle and the way he's holding the gun to her head and the makeup's running down her face. But then you know you almost dislike him. But then you also understand that instead of killing her, he is scaring her so bad that she leaves town so she doesn't have to die. Right. That was my favorite cutscene in the game. Good. Tough love. Yeah. And so therefore, I think maybe that whole section the. I didn't enjoy the church section. That was, that was a long tough, mission, dude. But it was a long, long mission. mission. I liked how you kind of had to roam around the hotel, figure out what you had to do. Yeah. Um, find clues, find the person, kill him, find the girl. Kind of, it felt like a hitman mission. Almost. Yeah, it was <laughs> almost like a hitman mission. It yeah. was tough. I died a couple times, but oh, yeah. uh, you know, then it leads into the infamous church mission. Um, uh, and I like Sam where he was sent to the funeral to kill that one guy. That mm. was kind of cool. And Sam comes up and, cause Saves I liked him. Sam as a character up until the end, you know? Yeah. It, that's um, probably the biggest gripe I have about the game in general is just like the supporting characters. They didn't hold, they couldn't hold a match to Tommy. Like, no. Like Paul, no. Pauly yeah, and, Pauly, uh, and huh? Sam and even the Don Salieri, he was, they, they were all like, they were good. Yeah. But Tommy was just like... He just stood stole out. Stole the show, yeah. which is good. I mean, I'd rather have the, your main character be that way than yeah. somebody else. But, um, And then when it comes to Don Morello, I think they did the classic the classic problem that I've had with a lot of uh, these story-driven games where you never see him, basically. You see him a couple times. Exactly. You meet I him, agree. and he beats that, that old boxer's face in. Yeah. You know, a, a good way to establish a, a bad villain. Mm. But then you don't see him again until uh, he's torturing that one guy, and which is also a good scene. I like that scene. Uh, that was pretty good. But... He's just kind of in the background for and yeah. he's more of just like a, a he's more of just like a plot device where Don Salieri will bring him up here and there like Morello's doing this, we gotta yeah. do that. And I can't tell if it's if it's by design that they do it that way. Yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna kinda say. Kind of like fear of the unknown. Exactly. Yeah. Is it that or was it like they didn't, I, yeah. Okay, sure. That that was by design, but Still, cinematically, I would have liked to seen more of him. Yeah, yeah. More just, confrontation, more of the the bosses of the family get together and they all have meetings, even though they don't agree with each other. Yeah, there's more, turf wars, more character development. Yeah, you know, which, I didn't really hate this guy because I never saw the guy. Don't know enough about him. I'm, I I want to hear from some of the guys listening to this podcast if they think that that's a if that's a good thing, like kind of f- hearsay, like. You you develop a, a reputation for this guy over the course of the the story, where you you hear about all these things that he's doing and stuff. Is that better than showing it? Mm. You know, to kind of develop a fear of you know 
the unknown, I guess. I don't know. Or would you it's the rather... balance between realism and cinematics, whatever I'm trying to say here, you yeah. know? I wish, they w- I wish they would have showed more. In, in real life, Tommy probably never saw Morello throughout, you know, his mafia career. Right. But cinematically, I am playing a video game. I am kind of watching a movie. I would have liked to see more of this guy that was causing so much trouble for me and my family. For like a decade. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever he finally did meet his demise, I was kind of, it didn't hit for me as much as I would have hoped you know, like you know, you know what's gonna happen eventually. Like yeah. this guy's gonna get it. He's going. He, you're gonna kill him, and it's gonna feel good. And that's probably my biggest, my biggest uh, cr- critique with the story is just you know I didn't feel enough oomph whenever yeah. you finally gun this guy yeah, down. Finally, I mean, it was a cool mission when you go to the airport and you're shooting this plane yeah. out of the sky. It was a cool mission, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't pulling enough on my emotions. I agree, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I don't want to skip past anything, but uh, the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the last mission. Yeah, that was that was a doozy. Talk about cinematic versus realism. Okay, realistically, probably never would have seen much of Morello. But at the end, when you know Sam turns on you, or right. I guess technically Tommy turns on the family and yeah. whatnot, the way the standoff and the whole—it was very, very classic video game oh, design. Yeah. It's a boss fight in right. this large. You got to work your way through a bunch of enemies. But in real life, if we're going for realism in the mafia world. Tommy would have never seen the hitman. Oh, he would have been dead before he even heard yeah, of it. There would have been no meeting and then surrounded by gang members. And I know they were trying to rebuild, remaster their original game, but if they were going to keep it grounded like that, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess at a certain point, you got to take uh, creative liberties. Yeah. You know, to I make mean, it more it of didn't a make me hate but... the game. It was just, I was like, eh. It could have went down a little differently. Yeah, I agree. And it, it makes no sense that the the two bodyguards that Sam hired to kill Tommy when they were standing behind him with the gun. It yeah. makes no sense. They, they should have just shot him in the head. Cap him. But Done. no, they had to stand there, and then Tommy gets away, and then he kills 50 guys, <laughs> and then he kills Sam. Yeah, that was where the, <sighs> the video gaminess came into yes, it a little bit. it was definitely... That was, to me, if I had to choose a, a low point in the a whole misstep. game... step. That was it. it. Like I said, didn't ruin the game. Didn't make me hate the it game. It just broke the immersion. I was just like, yeah, that's not how it would have went down. There had to have been a different way, right? At to, the same time, when he finally did gun Sam down in that cutscene, that cutscene was dope. That cutscene was great, <laughs> uh, where he's standing over him with the gun, and and it's been built up through the entire story, like. Tommy is gun shy when it comes to yes. to literally standing there he and can't killing even kill a person. An enemy. Right. Let alone somebody who used to be a friend. Oh yeah. Best friend. And he's standing over him. And I'm just thinking the whole time, I'm like, he's not gonna do it. He's mm. not gonna pull the trigger. But he's gonna as soon walk as, away. As soon as he mentions like Sarah and stuff like that, you can Blam, tell. He cuts him off. Yeah, he's like, Shoot shut him. the fuck up. Bam. Done. And mm. I was like, okay, good for you, bud. Good for you. And it's tough because you never you never had a reason to dislike Sam. Yes, yeah, up Sam until was, he was dead. He yeah. was just loyal. You he know? was a fine character. He was my favorite character, other than Tommy. Yeah, I love how they introduced Sam to Tommy when he's sitting in a taxi cab, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> right he goes in to get you know, like you know, the Don's going to hear about this or whatever. He says, 
and he's slow motion. Oh yeah, walking across. Don't the know street. if he's gonna pull out a gun or you know <laughs> the heart beating. I was like, you know, Tommy's not gonna die right now. But could you imagine if you were in that situation? Yeah, bam. You would be seeing it in slow motion too. You'd be like, oh my god, what's happening? Your your heart what's rate. This, what's this guy doing? What's yeah, he pulling out of his pulls out envelope and you know he's so kind of just coming a cab. Him. It was a good. It was a good script for sure. It was good. It was acted real well. It was written real well. I enjoyed it. If nothing else. I think this has finally answered the question of can Hangar 13 make a good game? Because, you know, after Mafia 3, there was a lot of negative reviews. There was. People were just like, uh, this might this studio might get shut down. Mm. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know if they have it in them. But I, I think, think this kind of, kind of proved that they can do more and that they should be given the opportunity to make another yep. title. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to Mafia 4, that's for sure. Yeah, dude, and if nothing else, you know, I hope that this just reinvigorated the Mafia series because I'm here for every game that'll come out. The best we've had recently is, like, fucking mobile games or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) really. You play a a Mafia guy taking over a city or something through a top-down. The Mafia genre, for me, was reinvigorated with the Mafia 1 Definitive Edition, I think. I could tell that there was a lot of time and a lot of passion put into this, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. More so than, more passion than Mafia 3, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I hope it leads to more games like this, because like I said, you know, we we live for games like this, Yep. you know, so definitely something we're going to keep our eyes open for. Absolutely. Mafia 4, it's coming. (sighs) All right, buddy. We're dry over here. We got to go mix up these drinks. Yep. Well, thank you for joining us. This on was a- the Mafia One episode. Hey, how are you? Hey, hey, yeah, hey, how are you? Hey, 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 Man, we are yeah, drunk as fuck. Anyways, guys, we'll catch you next time. Thanks this for hanging out with us. This was the drunken joystick. It sure was, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk at you next time. <laughs>